This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. You sound great. <laughs> I sound great. How's, how does our Do guest I sound? Ah, oh, you sound so great. That's <laughs> great. Hello. Uh, oh, 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 oh. I yeah. said hello in such a way that oh, it, Archie um, thought that I was saying hello to someone at the door. And he, and he bonked his head on my chair as he oh, walked away. And he's growling. Oh, he's got a big old coconut head. He's grumbling. <laughs> he needs to settle down. But we're back with the podcast. It's been a hot minute since we've been here. Yep. But we're here. It's warm. But it's actually not warm. It's warm in here, but cold outside. I don't yes. know. I don't remember how to podcast. <laughs> I haven't worn Emrys. So it's very. It's a very r- rough start. Oh yeah, that was the other thing I tell you. You we usually just go on for a little bit, and then sort <laughs> yeah, of like, it's like a it's like a cold open that just goes on, and we don't know when it ends. Very cold. <laughs> no one knows. <laughs> but you don't have to be silent if you oh, don't okay, want to. That's fine. I yeah. can introduce you, and then you'll feel even less like you need to be silent. Oh, because when I do my podcast, I always tell the guests to not say anything until I introduce them, oh. <laughs> and then I just say inappropriate things for as long as possible and try and make them squirm and laugh as much as possible that's a good strategy yeah um my name is david andrew laws welcome to dress for the podcast you want i'm back bitches bitches thank you for for suffering through with us or for rejoining us or for joining us for the first time my co-host today is the ever lovely megan greener hello megan greener laws yeah is this the first fucking episode we've recorded since we were married no, no. Uh, well no we, no, we did, did that the other one, one that was just the, the rambling one with you and me but now we're back and we got we all got new last names all of us all, everyone amorous but my last names remain the same oh, okay well not since you've been on the podcast because you've never been on the podcast that's true oh wait <laughs> but i guess that means it's the same as it's ever been but it is new for the podcast yes because so am i and my guest <laughs> our guest <laughs> We guessed. We guessed. Is Emrys Matthews. Hello. That's your name. That is my name. Matthews. Emrys Thomas Matthews. Full name. I remembered them all. It's impressive. Matthews. I always, for some reason, thought Matthews wasn't your last name because it sounds like a first name. Yes. But it is. It is my my surname. And it it does sound like a first name. Emrys is a very... You may not... Megan, you may not know this because I was just on a four-day bachelor party road trip with Emrys mm-hmm. and I've learned a lot about him mm-hmm. <laughs> Emrys is a very Welsh name I, I remember him saying that oh darn yeah. you were there yeah. okay I couldn't remember but I'm not Welsh no not even remotely <laughs> really <laughs> nope your family's not Welsh nope they just wanted a Welsh name my parents are Arthurian historians <laughs> and Emrys is the other name for Merlin ah. so it's their sneaky way of calling me what Merlin what do you mean the other name it's like he has two names why because, you know, like, he doesn't get to change his last name like you guys did, so he just gave himself other names. I don't know. When did he do that? I like, Gandalf the White, Gandalf the Grey situation? I'm not sure. Oh, we should do some Googling. Yeah. <laughs> do what, oh, so just me. I was going to ask what it means, but it means Merlin? Yeah. Or it means well, wizard? It's the Welsh version of the name Ambrose. <gasps> mm. Apparently. Apparently. 
when you have a weird name, you look up stuff about <laughs> it. <laughs> um, but yeah, my parents named me that because it was like their sneaky way of calling me Merlin, which I think, however teased I was, is better than being called Merlin because it's everyone knows what that is. Definitely. So they go straight for the, the throat with that I one. Think, whereas think, uh, Emerus is a great name. I think so too. It is sneaky, right? Mer- yeah. Merlin, Romeo, like there are some names that's like, no, you can't do that. Yeah. You can't. Oh, it's the fireplace on the TV. I heard something bubbling, and I was like, "What like is something's that? on fire? Something's on fire in the room." It's a wild night. Megan's cooking. We got friends coming yeah. over. Archie's here, so Megan might be might be in. And I'm out. gonna be in and out, but uh, but I'm listening as I'm cooking, and I might run back in and say something and scare all of you in your ears. <laughs> 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 um, so, Emrys, I have I have a very important question to ask you to yeah. start the podcast. Sure. Do you consider yourself a successful person? Ooh. Um. In some things, yes. In others, no, I guess. Okay. What things? Um, Emerson doesn't what, know about the podcast. What do you want to start with? I don't know. Well, I've never listened to the podcast before, so I don't know. He listened that. to the wrong podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he thought he knew what was going I on. Thought I, I thought I was going to come talk about some Shakespeare stuff. We can talk about Shakespeare. I mean, that will be fine, but that is not what your lovely listeners are here for. That's not what we're here to do. No. Um, well, so we've sort of, I mean, I think on the podcast we've distilled... Uh, the concept into a few categories, one mm-hmm. being professional success, which I feel like is the one that comes up the most frequently and yeah. the most. Um, and this will be very interesting. Maybe it'll be different, right? I think. I think this is definitely our first. You're definitely our first English guest, mm. mm-hmm. and possibly our first international guest. Mm. Um, so I feel like maybe the concept will be different, right? But mm-hmm. there's professional success, there's personal success, as mm-hmm. in like your relationships with other people, mm-hmm. and the interpersonal success, like your relationship to yourself. Mm. Um, I like that. And so, but I shouldn't have told you that, because I wanted to know what you were thinking about you were successful and were not successful. I was thinking professionally. For all, for both. It, when, when I was answering that question, yeah, I was thinking professionally. In what way are you professionally successful? Um, well, I like the job that I do now. <laughs> yeah, but I don't want to say that. Okay, I'll have not said that. <laughs> <laughs> Alan, put in... I'm not really allowed to. You're not allowed to talk about the well, fact that you work for... I can, but then everything I say then has to be filtered through what I can and can't say. Cool. Oh. Alan, when we said what he worked for, uh, put in instead a, um, a turkey gobble. Because <laughs> it's, it's not Halloween anymore. It's turkey time. <laughs> Um, okay, great. So you like your job. Yeah. And that's your career job? Yes. Right, because you're also an actor person, an artist person. Sure. But I don't really do that anymore. Really? So I would say when I was thinking less successful, I was thinking more about de- making the decision from that was, de- you know, originally made back when I was eight years old. <gasps> my purpose in life was to be an actor. Wow. And I did all the different hobbies and, you know, I could like played instruments and did dance lessons and yeah. did martial arts, all the different possible hobbies you can try. And acting was the only one I stuck with. Mm. And I, <laughs> I still to this day think it's because it's the only one that you can do straight away. Mm. Like sure. the other ones you like require a, a much higher level of patience. Yeah. Mm. Um, but because I stuck to it, I did get somewhat decent at it. But then, you know, I decided I didn't want to do it anymore because I didn't I wasn't getting the creative freedom, which is why I wanted to do it in the first place. Mm. So what do you mean? What, what was the creative freedom you weren't getting? So you I mean, a lot of people start out being an actor because they do it with their friends and they do it for fun. Sure. And then they're like, this is so much fun. I want to do this professionally. But 
a lot of the time when you work professionally, you are not there to have fun. You're being paid to do it. And depending on the caliber of the people you work with, you might be given a lot of trust and a lot of freedom. You're hired because you know how to do something. But the majority of the, of the work that I did, it was kind of like, we want you to come in and do this role like this person did it with the same choreography, uh. same intonation even in certain things that this person did. And I really did not like that. Yeah. Sure, sure. So... Um, yeah, I decided I didn't want to do that. Did, and you, I, did you work with any other big names that we'd have to gobble out? Mm, not, not particularly. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I was not particularly successful in it. Mm. And I think, and I, and I think I understand this better with kind of hindsight, but I think that for me, the people who are most likely to be successful in something are the people who know why they're doing it. Okay. Hmm. Didn't you say that you were doing it because it was your purpose? Sure, but I, I was doing it because I enjoyed it, which what is a bit... your purpose? Sure. Emrys, what if it's your purpose? <laughs> <laughs> oh no, Emrys, what if it's your purpose? I guess, okay, so let me, let me be more specific. Okay. I think towards the end, I would, when I would think about, oh, this job that I want to get, I would be thinking about myself in the bar afterwards talking to my friends and being like didn't you enjoy that wasn't that great nice as opposed to being on stage and being like in the moment and really enjoying the performance so i think ultimately i think the reason i was unsuccessful is because i didn't i didn't either didn't have a good enough reason to be doing it mm. or i just didn't know what my reason for doing it was sure and i think that if you look at people who are successful in the field of acting or pretty much anything else for me, the common denominator is that you're you're really really clear on why you want to do it. My like, my, I'm not a big TED talk person, but my but but, but <laughs> my favorite TED talk is by a guy called Simon Sinek, uh, and it know. is called Starting with Why. Okay, uh, and it it's quite a short video. Um, uh, I think it's, there's like a five minute version and a fifteen minute version. Uh, I really encourage you to check it out. It's I really just found good. him. Nice. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it basically... Imagine a world in which the vast majority of us wake up inspired, feel safe at work, and return home fulfilled at the end of the day. Anyway, right, is that what it's about? Uh, mm, I mean, I guess there's an element of that. I think like that's kind of what he does. But this video, it's not, not particularly... I guess it's relatively old. It's probably like 10 years old now. Um, but it talks about the relationship between what you do, how you do it, and why you do it. And kind of, you know, I, I won't I won't spoil the whole thing because maybe you want to go listen to it. <laughs> I do, do encourage you to listen to it. Whenever I'm feeling a bit like I don't know how I'm doing or what I'm doing or I need a bit of inspiration, I go back and watch it. Oh. Um, but yeah, but it, it, the, the bottom line of the point it makes is that, um, you know, you need to know all those things, but you need to start with why you're doing it in the first place because people will buy into like if you're selling something or you're you know you'd like people will buy into your success mm -hmm. if uh you know why you're doing what you're doing because people buy why you do stuff not what you do and it sounds like in your interpretation of this that so tell tell me which is which is right and not right right so it sounds like maybe that your why was just to have fun or your why was to have fun after right was it was it that you were attracted to the lifestyle but not the life or 
What's what? Where was the disconnect? Right, because isn't it's fun a good enough reason? I think. I mean, I think it can be, but I think I don't know how sustainable that is. That's a question, um, and maybe a question I have for you. Something mm. I think about a lot is like, how long does one keep at something mm. before just going like, like how, like at what point in your journey are you going? This is an obstacle, and I just have to overcome it, and then mm. I'll be really happy. Versus mm. like, I am running into a wall. Mm. I think I think it I mean the way I judged it was it was by the way I reacted to things. Okay. So but when I graduated from drama school and I you know I Woo. have I have a really exciting audition coming up and I'm like great I'm going to go prepare for my really exciting audition I can't wait I'm really excited. Woo. Uh and then by the end like if the phone would ring and it was my agent I'd be like oh, I don't want to speak to them. Mm. So I knew that this was not what I wanted to do anymore um but it was really really hard to admit that and, and make that kind of quite final decision that I wasn't going to do it anymore. Well, I also think that's the other joy, not to be combative, but I am, mm. is like, a, that's the other joy of acting, right? Is that like, you can do it anytime. Oh, totally. Or at yeah. least you can here. I and don't know. If no, you absolutely can. I've, I mean, I've gone back and acted in things yeah. and directed things, um, but more on my own terms, still to a professional level, but because I just, because I wanted to do it not because my uh, livelihood was reliant on it. Yeah, fair enough. So I think I'm one of these people who I love doing it because it, it was fun and it was alongside the stuff that I needed to do, which at the time was school, mm -hmm. um, and then committed into it and then realized, actually, I do really like it, but I like it as the non-serious must-do thing and more as the optional you can do when and if you want to thing. And so... And so you also, you're amorous, and you have a wife, mm. a baby, yes, and a dog, yes. And in what order did sort of those things happen? Did you go, we're going to have a baby, so I need a proper job, or did you go, I have a proper job, so we're ready to have a baby? Or mm. like, what, what was the sort of? So, I mean, so I've been with my now wife for ten years. Wow. Um, and we've been married for five years. Great. And our baby is one, <laughs> and we've had our dog for four years. So that was I, the trial baby. Yeah, absolutely. Archie having, is too. Having a dog is a really good trial for yeah. having a baby. Um, if you're that way inclined, like we just treat treated him like he was a baby, basically. So. <laughs> <laughs> we did too. I mean, not like a diaper or anything, but but I think <clears throat> I think both me and my wife kind of knew we wanted to buy a house and like you know have like a comfortable place we can live and not rent anymore and and have a, a child or children. So uh, it's funny, actually, it's funny how like financially we have like dipped up and down uh, in sense of like one of us earns more and then the other one earns less. And then we've kind of rotated around. Mm -hmm. But um, we knew we wanted to do those things. So uh, I do think that will have been part of what's made me kind of want to find something that I w else that I want to do that I enjoy. And the place that I work now like the, the 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 things that I always say I like the most about working there and it's a fantastic company like I work with wonderful people is I could talk for a very long time about the different things that I like except not on this podcast <clears throat> exactly yes um, <laughs> but the uh the two things that I always come back to if if I have them then I know I will be happy mm -hmm. and probably therefore successful and enjoy my time there and have a good output of it and if I don't have it then I know that that's what I need to seek out to get back onto that happier place is ultimately two things. So one is uh, being recognized when you do good work, Great. which is such a basic thing, 
but so many people don't understand the importance of that or if they they understand it but they don't actually practice it yeah um and my voice counts so uh, other jobs i'd had before i worked i worked front of house in a theater mm -hmm. and i would go up to my bosses and i would say like you know selling like sweets and merchandise after the show that kind of deal i'd go up to my bosses and i'd be like i have this idea where uh you know it will make us money it will save us money we can implement it tomorrow and it won't cost us anything and they'd just be like what are you doing here get out yeah we're and not going to do that. We're not going to change just, things. Yeah. And I was just like, but but not not because it was a bad idea, but just because sure. it was coming from someone that was junior to them. Oh, okay. Uh, and that was the day when I was like, cool, I'm not going to work here anymore. Or at least, you know, I'm going to find something else and get out of here as soon as I can. Um, but yeah, but where I work now, I, I very much feel like it isn't just, it's okay for you to suggest things. Like you're allowed to do that. It's like, please tell us how we can make this better i hope it's so mysterious for the listeners where you work yes that they can't know is it a is it a a, a fast food <laughs> is it a garage is it does he is a is emerson a fireman <laughs> we'll never know um and so, well it sounds like there's more that you want to be doing like creatively is that Thing. you have a podcast yes that's a yeah, creative yeah. outlet for yeah sure. so um and that's been successful so far yeah that's a relatively new thing i've kind of only been going for like well just a little over a month now nice. i guess um but yeah that came about because of it's hard to have a schedule to do theater when you have a baby yes and you work five days a week yes uh so i wanted to try and find something that was a creative outlet but something that we could do kind of whenever mm -hmm. uh, and i do it with my wife so it means we get to spend time together and we have a guest which means that once a fortnight we have someone over to our house you're socializing so it's it's like it really ticks lots of boxes like you know it, it is something fun and creative that we can do together as a couple and a third person is involved and we do it every other week uh, and it's really fun but you can do it anytime yeah so you can you know you can record like late at night after the baby's gone to sleep which and is what we do it's called curators of horror the curators of horror the cure capital t you do yeah. it after or the baby's gone to bed should yeah. i not say the baby's name uh we'll bleep that out too. no yeah. baby's name no baby's a, name instead of the baby's name put a elephant trumpeting <laughs> No, not you. Alan will do it. No, I know. I just wanted to do oh, it. Okay. <laughs> Alan, take that sound clip of Emerson making that elephant sound and put that instead of the baby's name. <laughs> I've been I've been a very difficult child for the the podcast of the past couple of weeks. I'm just trying to keep it going. I like that you have someone that can do that for you because I do that all myself. We'll, we'll find hard. out if he's going to. Yeah. <laughs> or if he's just gonna cut it out. Um, so you do it after after your baby's gone to bed. Yeah. Does the baby ever wake up and interrupt? uh so far no nice so yeah um, it's working well in that sense and so it's called the curators of horror yes and the basis of it is we believe that there is a horror movie out there for everyone <gasps> so some people love horror movies some people are indifferent to them and some people firmly dislike them so what we do is we uh survey you uh we find out all about your horror tastes what you like what you don't like and just general other questions about you then we each pick what we think is the perfect horror film for you you watch them both and then you come on the podcast and talk about it and I pick want the best one it. i love horror movies great so we should have you on yeah you should we can do some like fun international distance recording what's your favorite horror movie oh, oh yeah. such a hard question uh 
it's probably I'm going to say two because I can't narrow it down. Okay. Uh, either Halloween. Great. Which is a classic. Yeah. Like everyone's heard of it. Like, yeah. Um, just because it's like such a like seminal piece. Like it's the first slasher film. It it lays the groundwork for so many other things that have come after it. And then the second one is a, a newer one that's lesser known um, that's called Trick or Treat. I know of that. How and, new? Uh, 2007, I want to say. So the, that is a horror anthology film. So uh-huh. it is five stories in one film. Uh-huh. Uh, and that was the first time I'd ever seen oh, that it's, format. It's trick apostrophe R. Uh, treat. treat. Trick or yes. treat. I think that's because there were some other films already called that. For sure. So it was to differentiate. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's a great film to watch. I mean, we're a little late now, but around this time of year... Uh, it's very, it's good. It's a kind of traditional film that you can watch around Halloween time. Brian Singer produced it. That's yep. funny. Yep. And Michael Doherty directed it. Yep. He's gone on to do quite a lot of big stuff. Megan, what's your favorite horror movie? Favorite horror movie. Oh, shit. <laughs> um, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit. I was just curious. I asked Megan what her favorite horror movie was in case the mic didn't pick it up. You can't tell me what yours is if you're going to come on the podcast. I, was, I, I wasn't to going to. Okay, I was going to wait for one of you no, to ask I, me. I, I mean, I was going to ask you because I thought that would be polite. No. But I, think but I can't. I don't. That <laughs> <laughs> I think the one that scares me the most and therefore it fascinates me the most is like the old school Nosferatu, like black and white mm. type of thing. Okay, nice. Yeah. yeah. Like all I have to do is look at it and I'm terrified, but I can't look away. Mm. Can I give an opinion on that movie, or is that going to give things You can away? give an opinion on that movie. That movie's dope. <laughs> <laughs> you should watch The Lighthouse if you like that film. Oh, Megan, yeah? we should watch The Lighthouse. I'm sorry, I just touched your boob. <laughs> just, like, that was him like like That's okay, don't worry. soft, gentle backhand to the boob. <laughs> um, God, there's so many movies we need to watch right now. We need to watch The Lighthouse. We need to watch Jojo Rabbit. We mm-hmm. need to watch the fucking... What's the other one? Oh, dang. I don't know. Oh, I need to watch Doctor Sleep. Yeah, that's good. I've seen that. Oh. Uh, when did you see it? I do love it? The Shining. Hmm. I do love The Shining. Did you see it before you came over? Mm-hmm. Oh, cool, cool, cool. Hmm. I'm reading the book right now so that I can read that before I watch it hmm. and be disappointed. Hmm. I'm sure. It's very different than The Shining. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Well, But oh. I liked it. Wait, what's different than what? Doctor Sleep is very different than The Shining. The movie is different than the movie? <sighs> well, because the, so movie, is, the movie of s- The Shining is very different from the book. It is a sequel to both the book and the film. That don't make no sense. Exactly. That don't make no sense. But when you see it, you'll understand. Okay, great. I can't wait. Yeah. So um, those are mine. Thank you, Megan. Yep. How is how is your cooking? Megan is cooking dinner because she enjoys to do it. it is it's very therapeutic. Med- I haven't gotten a chance to do it in a while. We were traveling, and before that, I was doing a show, so my evenings were not available for cooking. So. And I do not make her. <laughs> She's not cooking because she is a woman. No. Because no. that is. Let's be clear. Not a good reason Let's to cook something. Let's be clear. I Megan enjoys cooking. She does not have Stockholm Syndrome. I have boobies. He hit one of them just about <laughs> two minutes ago, but that's not why I'm doing what I, I'm doing. I didn't hit her. I did I not did, hit her. I did not hit her. I did, I not. did not. <laughs> um, I, I don't know why mine sounded like Schwarzenegger. It did. Um, yeah. I did not hit her. I, I Get to the car. Get to the job. Get to the job. Um... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. 
to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. Oh my God, that completely derailed me. Oh no, but you're doing the, no, oh, that was it. it was, yeah. Yeah. So you're doing that as a nice creative outlet. Yes. Um, and like job wise, your mm. job at the world store where you create earth. No, nah, that's not right. That's nothing. Um, <laughs> that's a, that's a, I'm going to keep doing that. He's gesturing forever. You can't see at home. Or. Oh, I'm going to keep doing that forever. Yeah. Okay. I thought you were meant to, you were going to keep gesturing. No, like it was this. a question. I had a question mark <laughs> attached to it. I That's see. like, um, did you get you? So you talked about the things that were the important things for you in a job. Yeah. And you have those at this job. Yeah. Um, but you, did you get this job because you were like, that's a thing I also like, so I can do it? Or? I completely. So my backup plan uh, was always to go be a teacher. Oh. Because I really enjoy teaching. I've oh. done a lot of teaching. Uh, and the timing was not good. So I was going to have to wait more than a year before I could get on to like a training course to do it properly. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I needed another job in the meantime. So I found the place that I work at now. And then I was like, oh, no, I really like this. I'm just going to do this. Great. So it was totally not uh, intentional. Like it was something that I liked, but not something that I thought I was going to do. For, for I thought I was going to do it for like less than a year. Yeah. But then I enjoyed it so much. And to be honest, I, when I think about how difficult I know it is to be a teacher, um, and I think that that is arguably the most important profession that there is. Yeah. But it is very much not treated like it is the most important profession. So In, over there too. Oh, everywhere. It's very much I, not treated that way here. Uh, yeah. Emrys, we're very we're very similar. Yeah. Well, I think so. Yeah, I, I can see that. James always James Robbins. So my best friend growing up was Emrys' roommate yeah. in college. Yeah. And he always told me that you and I were very similar. Mm. Um, I also wanted to be an actor from a very young age and mm-hmm. was like, I'm going to do it because that's what I'm meant to do. And mm. I also now don't do it and do enjoy education. And yep. we both have podcasts and yep. dogs and wives. And I don't have a baby yet. But, but you want one. I want one. want one. I want one. They're good. Baby. They're hard, but you, they're worth it. Let's use that as a transition into your personal success. It mm. sounds pretty successful. Yeah, I think so. I think I actually really like thinking of that as successful. I, I can't honestly say that I would ever have connected that word to it, but I really <laughs> like that. Archibald, I am tr- <laughs> we are doing a podcast. <laughs> your toy is very squeaky. Would you, can I offer you something else? No? Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I think it's successful if it's a parameter of success, which mm. it sounds like it may have even been sort of not as consciously, right? Mm. You like you wanted those things. Definitely. I mean, and like, you know, I think another thing that we have in common is uh, our many attempts to try and find the right person to be with mm. before we found that person. Yes. Which is my very, like, polite way of saying... <laughs> <laughs> Of saying something very impolite. <laughs> yes. But Which we I, never actually talked about in detail on the trip. I, I do no. owe you that conversation, but yeah. not on the podcast. Not on the podcast. No, <laughs> I can't do that on the podcast either. Um, but yeah. Um, uh, so yeah, I think trying to find the right person or the, the person who was going to best kind of compliment me and kind of be someone that I can look after and help support as well uh, was always super important to me. Yeah. Uh, and you have? And like with my wife, like we we met through. I actually went to see her in a show that another a friend of actor friend of mine was in. That's how I met my wife. No, yeah, James was in a show and I met Megan. That's so crazy. Yeah, 
so it was a it was like a weird it was like four mute no four plays okay an that anthology had, that yeah oh. that had been put together by musical theater Oh. And it wasn't great. Like it didn't really work. The, the, the individual parts of it were fantastic, but the whole thing it was very long. Um, but uh, my wife Katie was—I thought she was the best thing in it, right? And really, really fortunately, it was the press night of the show that night that I went to see it. So actually, another friend of mine had said, um, "Oh, let's go and see our friend Matt in this show together." And I was like, "Cool, no problem." Uh, and then another friend of mine, Phil, who you know as well. Uh, I do. With, maybe you do. I don't think I know Phil. Oh, Archie, okay. I love you so dearly. Give me that toy, you darn little monkey. Give it. Thank you. I'm putting it away. <laughs> we have something else. Something that doesn't make noise. Usually he just lies down during this podcast. No, not today. He wants to play with not me. today. He wants to play. You have so many soft toys that don't squeak. Please play with those. All right. I'm so sorry. That's absolutely fine. <laughs> Went to see a show. So yeah, so uh, a friend of mine uh, then called me and said, "Oh, I'm I'm reviewing it, so I oh. have a spare ticket, so you can come with me and see it for free." Oh. And I was like, "Well, I just moved to London and have no money, so that sounds <laughs> great." Uh, so I got in touch with the first person and said, "Is it all right if I go and see it with this person?" And if they'd said no, then I would have been like, "That's cool. You know, I can pay for a ticket and we'll go together." Unfortunately, they said, "Yeah, that's absolutely fine." So I went to see it, watched the show. I thought she was the best thing in it. Beautiful singing voice, incredible. Uh, and then I met her afterwards. And <laughs> the the first thing I can remember us saying to each other was, um, so my friend who was reviewing it was reviewing it for a website called Remote Goat. That's a fun. I don't know. I don't know why it's called that. No, I, I have no idea at all. But that's the website anyway. Reviews theater uh, in the UK. And I told her that and I said, yeah, he's reviewing it for this website called Remote Goat. And she said, uh, how does the like, how does that work? Is there like a rating system? And I was uh, like, yeah, I was like, you get like so many goats. And she was like, no. so do you want to have lots of goats? Is that a good thing? Or do you want to have no goats at all? <laughs> and I thought that was the most hilarious joke ever. Uh, and then we realized we had loads of stuff in common. And um, we ended up staying out all night. Uh, I remember getting like, because the, the, at this point, the tubes, the underground, the subway in um, the UK <laughs> didn't, <laughs> translation, translation, uh, they didn't run uh, all night. Some of them run all night now, which is very cool. Oh. Uh, so I remember waiting at like 5 a.m. for the first tube to get there. And uh, there was some other guy was just there and I was so happy. And I was like, I just had the most amazing life. I just had to just start talking to this guy and told him the whole story. How did he react? And that and that guy? <laughs> and that guy was my dad. No, <laughs> uh, no he, he, he thought it was really sweet and he was really nice. Um, and then like a week later, we went out on a date and we were both like, do you want to, should we make this a thing? And it was that fast. Nice. So we knew really, really quickly. Uh, and here we are more than 10 years later with... With uh, the baby. Married and a dog and a baby. A house, very traditional, yeah. like the good old setup. Yeah. Um, and I don't know, I think uh, I'm not the most traditional person at all, but it's kind of funny that I, I wonder if I wanted those things because that is what people want or if it's because I actually what I wanted. You were a skater boy. I was a skater boy. With fun hair. How did you know that? Because you showed me pictures. Oh, yeah, I did. We just been on a road (laughs) trip for four days together. What was that? Yeah, I was. Yeah. And like that was that. Do you feel very different? Very different. From who you are? Yes. Yes. Very different. (laughs) Um, 
but I like that that's in my past. Like for you sure, know, like I, I I volunteered that picture to you, right? Megan, I'm not like hiding from it. Absolutely, yeah. Megan really likes speaking to what we were talking about earlier. Like mm. like Megan really likes if I can speak for my wife. Um, really yeah. likes. Hello. She, she said yes. <laughs> Come correct me if I'm wrong. Megan likes a that we have very different backgrounds. I'm from the south. She's from Jersey, and yep. we have very different sort of upbringings. Yeah. Yes. Um, yes. So we have very similar values, but from a very different place. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and she also likes uh, that I do have a bit of a history. Yeah. Right, romantically. Oh, really? You like that? Uh, yeah. What, what did you What did you say a while back? It, uh, psychologically, it's kind of like that means that I won. <laughs> oh, I like that. I'm t- I'm totally going to uh, pass that off as my own when yeah. I get home. There you go. Yeah. As long as my wife doesn't listen to this. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So if, if, if she snagged you, that meant that meant that she mm. won. She won. <laughs> yeah. So th- I, d- I, d- I don't know, Megan, if what like how you compare to David on that, but uh, I was my wife's first boyfriend ever. Really? Oh, okay. So like we're like very much opposite ends of that spectrum as well. We are very opposite ends as well. Not yeah. a- as extreme, but mm. I had maybe. I had like one boyfriend in high school and then two other guys that I was dating for a while. Mm. Um, but not very long. Mm. Um, but I was never, I was never a casual person. Mm. And when I was in, when I was in college, <laughs> I don't know. I'm just not, I'm, just I'm not, not casual. I'm not casual. I'm not wired that way. Cause I take everything personally and it's, there's always like emotional attachment and all that stuff mm. that, that, that always immediately, almost immediately happened to me. Mm. Um, but in college, I was also in a program where, because I was a theater major, mm-hmm. either all the men are gay mm-hmm. or the few that are straight are either very, very unavailable because they're already in very committed relationships. Mm-hmm. Or if you want to walk away disease free, <laughs> you just stay friends with them. And I mean, friends. I mean, that is very accurate reading. <laughs> yes. yeah, pretty much. So that's why, like, as far as I, there was no dating in college for me, there was mm. none whatsoever. Mm. So, so, so me neither. <laughs> That's not when true. I was in school, uh, they used to call me Year Nine Relationship Boy and Man Whore. Well, the second oh. one rolls off the tongue a little more than Year Nine Relationship Boy. Yeah, <laughs> what does that even mean? I mean, uh, the person who made up the name. I was in Year Nine. They thought it was funny. I guess I don't okay. know. Well, <laughs> I was in a lot of relationships. I'm glad they were in acting school. I hope they got funnier. <laughs> <laughs> um, and and so hello, hello, how's Sorry that I interrupted your <laughs> no, train of thought. No, not at all. <laughs> I'm just glad you're back. Always <laughs> glad to see you. Wherever this originated from. <laughs> I'm gonna, Alan. No, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> what I really want Alan to do, and maybe not for this episode, but maybe for a future episode, I'll put this down for myself. Is all those big pauses where you were out of the room? If he could just take some clips of you going like, mm-hmm, or like, oh, <laughs> just insert them in. <laughs> I am that person. Can you give us a couple real quick? Mm, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. How's that? That was great. That was perfect. <laughs> <Great>. <laughs> We'll use those. <laughs> My favorite kind of people are the people who, when you ask them to do something really weird, they just do it and no questions <laughs> asked. I got to send it to them tonight. This has got to go up on Wednesday. It's Monday right now. So <laughs> got some work ahead of them. Um, <laughs> so we talked about the professional and the personal. I want to talk about the interpersonal. I want to talk about yeah. an Emrys relationship to Emrys. Yeah. How's mm. Emrys? Re- how's Emrys? How's Emrys? I don't know. Oh. I feel, I feel like that's maybe the one that I need to work on the most. Okay. You might be a little out of sorts since you've been away for a week, so. Yeah. I'm a, yeah, I'm a bit like, uh, yeah, I'm still jet lagged and all. I don't know where. I feel like a nomad right now. Mm-hmm. We've stayed in so many different places. We <laughs> <laughs> um, like two new states to your. I think I enjoy helping other people. Okay. So I 
like recently do the, the podcast, which I very much consider something I do for myself. But um, I work in a place where I am paid to help people. A hospital. It's not a hospital. <laughs> <laughs> that, help, uh, that helps. Whether that, that be the other people that I work with or like customers. Yeah. Um, and then I come home and look after my baby. Yeah. Which I love doing. Babies need looking after. <laughs> uh, so at the moment, I would say I don't have a great deal of of me time. Mm. So I would say maybe that's not an always thing, but I think I think maybe it's a since having a baby thing where you just kind of like I you deprioritize yourself, I sure. think, because mm. you kind of have to. But you don't mind. Yeah, it's interesting. I I, I would have thought I would have been like oh, I don't want to do that. I I like doing the things I like to do and. Not being selfish, but being selfish in like short spans of time because it's important. Mm -hmm. For sure. The thing I always think about is the when you fly on the plane thing and uh, and they say, uh, you know, in the event of an emergency, masks will drop down. And then they say, like, put your own mask on before helping your friends and neighbors or family or whatever. So you have to be you have to be good in yourself before you can help other people. But actually, at the moment, I mean, I'm very happy. Yeah. But I don't think about that a lot. I tend to put my focus and my attention more on others. Good. That's, I mean, well, not good, but good. But I think to be able to do that well and still feel happy like I do, I guess things must be pretty good with was me. There a, was there a transition into, like, you met your wife and it was mm -hmm. a pretty swift thing? Yeah. Um, was there sort of a... No, never mind. I don't want to talk about that. If we can talk about this other thing. Can we talk... A, even if we have to use vague terms, can we talk about your wife and her success? Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. How vague do we need to be? We don't need to be vague at all. So your wife is YouTube and Instagram famous. Yeah, your wife's internet famous. She's YouTube and Instagram she, famous. She is. Yeah. How's that? How's that? It's great. I, 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 it, I mean, it doesn't surprise me in the slightest because, like, I married her for a reason. She's really awesome. Yeah. And again, I think actually going back to what I was saying about. Um, People are successful are the people who know why they're doing what they're doing. Mm. Um, she doesn't do it because she's like, I want to be famous. Like, I want to have all these people look at what I do. She's just like, I really like these things. And I want to talk about that and put that out in the world so other people can understand why I like it. Mm. And... You know, I'm sure they come there because they're like, I like knitting, I like sewing, which is what she talks about. She's kind of crafty podcast, uh, which is a YouTube video called Inside Number 23. There's got to be a story behind that. We live at number 23. Oh. <laughs> so it's like, it's kind of like it's inside our house. Yeah. Um, which has been on a very long break for a year since we had a baby. Yeah, but it's baby. coming back now. Yeah. Um, but... Yeah, the people come for the 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 sewing and the knitting and the crafty talk, but they like her. Yeah. So you know, it isn't about really about what she's talking about. It's it's that that's the that's how they get there. That's the common ground. But there are thousands of oh for sure YouTube videos or you know like audio podcasts about that. But so you know you've got your choice. You're you're not coming because of the subject matter. You're coming because of who the person is. Absolutely. Everything I listen to podcast wise is personality driven yeah it's it's totally. all it's all who it is yeah and did that happen very quickly or was it a slow burn or were there bumps or jumps or mm, i mean she i mean i should really ask her i'll have her on at some point yeah no that, totally but. yeah I, I, she'd love to do that uh, i mean she she was probably doing it for what like f four years so but then it's so if you think the last year she hasn't done it at all mm -hmm. and 
and she still has the big following you know like a big part of why my podcast is doing so well is because my wife is on it for sure so you know a lot of her followers and so the the niche of people who like sewing and knitting and horror movies is actually bigger <laughs> than you would have expected um but yeah like she she's she did quite well quite quickly mm-hmm. which i think she was quite surprised by she actually won an award like <gasps> she she was like knit, knitting podcaster of the year Sweet. two years ago very niche but so, very cool exactly yeah um but again, I like. I think when she she hardly ever talks about it. She's quite shy about it, mm. unless it's you know she thinks that someone is interested in the subject matter. But um, I can't even remember what I was going to say. Can't remember where I was going with that. Your wife's <laughs> awesome. She's awesome. That's all there is to it. Yeah, it's um, her personality that makes her successful in that, uh, and she may not uh, understand it, but I do. Yeah. Um, to that end, my my last question for you is, do you have any advice about success? I do think that I, I kind of have already said it, I guess. But uh, if you are thinking about committing to something that is a longer term thing, you know, it, it could be a short term thing as well. But if you're thinking of committing to a person or a career, think about why you're doing it as much as you can. And it's hard to do that because we are naturally very instinctive people mm. we, we don't always think about why we're doing things sometimes we just fall into things and that's not a bad thing at all as well that's how a lot of the things that have happened in my life that have been good started but then after that i try as much as possible to think about why i was doing it uh, and and understand that as best you can and if you can do that then i do believe you are more likely to find success in yourself or in that relationship or in that profession nice i like that thanks yeah it's interesting i i feel i feel combative about it Ooh, i have like combat me well what if i what if i do want to do it to be famous yeah what do you mean yeah <laughs> but i think that but that's fine it, it it's not the the reason is a is like a true and amazing one it's just that you know why you're doing it yeah it's just, you you have clarity of of purpose clarity of purpose i like that that's mm. good that's wise mm. all right cool go we'll go with that um i got to say some ending stuff and mm-hmm. then we'll be done great thanks for listening to the dress for the podcast you want my name is david andrew laws my co-host has been megan greener oh hi 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 bye hi. everything good in there Oh, dang. I didn't even know if I liked quinoa anyway. <laughs> Me either. Uh, oh. Uh, <laughs> the quinoa. Are you if okay? you've just joined us, this has been Burnt the Quinoa. That's probably the title of the episode for sure. Um, and our guest has been Emrys Matthews. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me. Um, it's been a pleasure. Uh, you can find out more about Dress with Podcast You Want on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, or at Dimly. I know they told me to stop promoting them, but I don't freaking care. So we're on dimlywit.com. Dimlywit is our network, but they don't produce podcasts anymore. They just host me and one other, and I, I don't care. I love them. Great. Alan, I love you. Promote people you love. Um, so you can go to dimlywit.com slash dress with podcast you want, or Apple Podcast or uh, Apple Podcasts. Anywhere. Anywhere there are podcasts. Um, thank you to Laura St. Pierre, Patrick Marin, and Dr. Michelle East, our Patreon donors. I want to have a moonlit dinner with all my Patreon donors. They are so sweet. 
And that is it. That is all the podcast that she wrote. I'm going to go open some windows because it is beca- becoming a- actively smoky in here. Sorry. No, you're fine. <laughs> you're fine. I'm going to come help you. I feel guilty now. Megan says I shouldn't feel guilty, but there is something I can do, and it's open some windows. <laughs> so thanks, everyone. Let's have dinner. <laughs> Sounds great. All right, bye. Bye. Hosted on dimlywit.com.